0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, Ukraine request a corridor extension, CME futures position still not updated, and Russian 2023-24 wheat production forecast sub-80 million metric tonnes. With a lack of fresh fundamental news, the market chose to recycle some old chestnuts. Up front and centre was the extension of the Grain Corridor, with Ukraine requesting a one-year extension, although to date there's been no official meetings announced. This would seem to imply that Ukraine expects the war to continue. Recent utterances by Russia that an extension would be inappropriate unless sanctions are lifted will appear hollow if it's extended without concessions. Russian wheat exports have slowed during February due to bad weather, with the most recent update of 1.9 million metric tonnes, which is well below their recent pace and makes this week's Russian ag estimate of 39.5 million tonnes look more realistic than some other analyst estimates of 44 million tonnes plus. Nevertheless, Russian wheat remains the cheapest origin, capturing this week's Egyptian tender for April shipment, buying 240k and picking off the cheapest offers with other Russian cargos offered 4 to $5 higher. Romanian and Bulgarian wheat was also offered, but only one French cargo at $24 above the successful Russian offers. French exports to non-EU countries are estimated at 86% of target, with four months of the season left. Futures trading continues to be dominated by funds and algos, prompting one comment that derivative markets are becoming redundant as a risk management and hedging tool. Reports yesterday that 5,000 motif contracts were dumped just minutes before the close of business is just one example. Almost one month on from the Ion Cyber attack on derivative markets, there has been no update on CME markets, including CBOT wheat, where managed money held large short positions, which is limiting visibility of fund activity. Estimates are that there are 78,000 contracts short, over 10 million metric tonnes, which, to put in perspective, is bigger than the US SRW wheat crop that the contract's based upon. Funds are long of maize and soybeans, which appear to have fared better than wheat, despite a large Brazilian soybean crop and lack of export demand for US maize. I'm starting to see a pattern. Weather issues in South America continue, including too much rain or no rain, and a sprinkle of early frost in the case of Argentina, whose wheat, soybean and maize crops have all suffered large reductions. Europe is too dry, as are North Africa, the Middle East, Pakistan and India. Even Russia is predicting a sub-80 million metric tonnes wheat crop due to winter kill. Mother Nature will do what she does, but there's little room for any major crop failures. On to malting barley in this week's headlines. Old crops not following wheat futures movement. Australia hoping to resume exports with China. And demand for beer has held up despite the expected recession. Old crop malting barley is really detached from the general market, so it's not following the movements in wheat futures. There is no new demand as maltsters are covered up to new crop, and brewers covered now into the first quarter of 2024. Australia is hoping that its long-term dispute with China will be resolved soon so that they can resume exporting to their closest market. They used to supply 70% of Chinese barley imports, but nothing has been sold there since 2020. French spring plantings are well ahead. In the UK, the progress has been steady, but in some areas the ground is still too cold. New crop has firmed slightly, as Denmark has stopped selling forward for now. Generally, farmers are not selling new crop barley, and probably won't until they've sufficient planted. The demand for beer has held up very well, despite the expected recession, with growth in low-alcohol brands. And the recovery in malt production is coming from all aspects of the supply chain, beer, whisky and food. And this week's oilseed rape headlines. The motif jumped to a five-week high on positioning, concerns over crop losses in Argentina due to the drought and dip in energy markets causing crude oil prices to fall. Domestic rapeseed prices have been supported by strength in motif rapeseed and a good crush demand. Last Friday, Matif jumped to a five-week high on positioning, along with support from Argentina soybean crop concerns. Rapeseed has seen some pressure since, as Matif turned lower on Monday and the pounds bounce on Tuesday also weighed on prices. Soybeans made their highest intraday close since early June on Tuesday, as concerns over crop losses in drought-hit Argentina weighed on the market. The South American crop consultant Dr Michael Cordonia has lowered his soybean estimate by another 2 million metric tonnes to 34 million tonnes, which is well below the USDA forecast of 41 million tonnes and much lower than the 51 million tonnes that was anticipated at the beginning of the season. Cordonia explained how everything that could go wrong with the soybean crop in Argentina has, from the worst drought in 60 years to record high temperatures and now frost. The Buenos Aires Grains Exchange have rated the Argentine soybean crop at 9% good or excellent, 35% fair and 56% poor or very poor. The agribusiness consultancy Agrural reported the Brazilian soybean crop to be 25% harvested, behind the 33% at the same time last year, largely due to rains slowing progress. The advancing harvest has weighed on soybeans, but reductions to Argentina's crop limits losses. The consultancy also cut their forecast Brazilian soybean forecast from 152.9 million metric tonnes to 150.9, which would still be a record crop. Palm oil hit its highest level in seven weeks on Wednesday, tracking strength in rival soy oil as Argentine crop concerns persist, and following a slowdown in palm oil production. However, this eased on the back of a dip in energy markets as crude oil fell by more than $2 a barrel. Investors are concerned that recent economic data will mean more aggressive interest rate increases by central banks, pressuring economic growth and fuel demand. And finally, the grain and oilseed prices indicator, starting with feed wheat for March at £221, May 223 feed barley for March, 205 May 207, oilseed rape for May 23, 460 to 465, and November 470 to 475. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.